Welcome to another Games Talk Live podcast. This is episode number 20, and today I'm, I've am i got the fabulous Colt Eastwood to make his great return again. What's up, man? How, how's it going? Fonz! <laughs> Fonz! Yeah, one of my old ancient friends from long ago. From, uh, from a whole a long time. Four, four and a half years ago or so. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah one been, of the original OGs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. OG, OG RDX right here. Uh, <laughs> All we need is dealer gaming all day and uh, Luca. That's all we yep. need. Yep. Yep. That would be the OGs. I want to say yeah. what's up to the chat right now. We've got Gone Mad, Toolman, Sappho, uh, Nix, Tyler. I almost said my own name. Fonzarelli, uh, what's up to you two? Stubbs Gaming, Gaming Fire. It's good to see you guys. I'm sure more will come in as we go along here, Colt, because you draw a lot of crowd. Usually, anyway, and I appreciate that. Um, today, we're going to talk about just a, a few topics here. Nothing's really going on in the way of gaming news, honestly. Uh, the, the biggest news is, of course, the PlayStation stuff with Jim Ryan. We're going to get into that, of course. But we're going to talk about um, some other stuff, some games that have come out, and uh, or, or a beta, at least, for one. And the other one is a full-fledged game, Colt, and we've been playing it and having a good time with that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, Colt. I want to talk a little bit about you. Now, you've been here once before. We've got your backstory or your origin story, if you will. If you were a, a hero, I see you're wearing the Ant-Man shirt today. Marvel in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he had to pick one of the worst characters ever to wear on the show. I understand how it goes, Colt. Hey, man, it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's That's Paul all Rudd. I care about. Is that about. Paul Rudd, though? Is it? it That's all like I care about is that, that Paul Rudd is, yeah. is no, Ant-Man. I, I, I enjoyed the movie. why I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, what's up to Eternal Umbra, my, my brother in the house? Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, Colt, so we all know about the backstory with you. I mean, yeah, basically, yeah. dealer picked you, picked you up out of the dumpster, brought you onto RDX, and you became a sensation in the Xbox gaming community. You're now at, well, how many subscribers are you at now? Uh, 138,000. 138,000. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, the you know, you could say, oh, I'm at a, I'm a little over 100,000, but that, I mean, those numbers mean a lot to me. Like, so I keep an eye on them. Oh, like, no, it, I'm sure. Yeah, of it course. really does. Like, of course, I, I wouldn't tell you. I don't actually look at what the the hundreds place is or the tens place, yeah. uh, at least not lately. That's that's interesting. This past summer is things are really wind down because we had this big push for Xbox One X, Series X and all these E3s and all the new hardware and everything that was coming up and everything's kind of slowed down. Like you're saying, there's not a lot of news, but there is a lot to talk about. I kind of got to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to watch the like minute part of the numbers anymore because uh, yeah, it can be distracting, really distracting. But I yeah, do know 138,000. Jonathan Hayes says, Fonz, I'm finally catching a live. Woo! Yes, finally. Thank you for uh, catching the show live. I appreciate it. Of course, we are live here on YouTube, but after the fact, if you want to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, all the, the, those streaming platforms, my show is out on all of them. Feel free to do so or catch it live on demand right here on YouTube. I appreciate that as well. Any way you catch our shows, right, Cole? It doesn't matter. Just yeah. any way you consume them, consume them. Uh, you know, it helps out the show a lot. It really That's helps so, out if you hit the, the like button as well. So if you hit yes, the like hit button, the I like. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah as I, I went like this. Um, it's you funny. Punching your thumb. It's cool that like fist. you you went right to the podcast platforms immediately once you started the show. You and I both did that to get because people tell me they appreciate it. they can listen to your show like the next day when they're at the gym or when they're on a walk or taking a drive or driving to work. I think it's so cool. 
Of it's course. So cool. And of course, all these fabulous people down below that are scrolling, you can see this right right down below. Those are oh, all yeah. my channel members uh, that support me on my channel. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, there's many of you there, and I appreciate it. If anybody wants to join, you can hit the join button as well. That's always available. And uh, yeah, and you will see your name scroll here on every Remember show. Remember uh, us growing up, like the- uh, Yeah, yeah, the, they, all the they, announcers they, and stuff, like, you know. That, yeah, and they did like, they, they always did this, like, and it's a new uh, car, the 1986 yeah. Toyota Corolla. And, and they would put, they would run, you picked the wrong door and it was it. like, you picked the wrong door and it was like a jackass <laughs> behind it. Like a real jackass, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It was like, or it was like a got. new bedroom set and the, and the contestant oh, next man. to you was going to win like a boat and a- yeah, yeah, and a big trip, and they're going all around the world and everything. <laughs> and, and you've got system. a yeah, and you've yeah. got a bed and two nightstands, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, thanks, don't need it. But hey, Lady Foxfire, true racer in the chat too. Yeah, yeah, what's up, guys? We're just reminiscing <laughs> over here on '80s game show uh, nostalgia here, basically, and you know, of course, that's one thing I like to do here with my guests, Colt. So let's get right into that. Why don't we? Let's go ahead and get into some five questions, man, because uh, yes. I, I know you love it so much. I do. And, I love this. This is the best part of any podcast. Oh, really? All right. Yes, we'll see it is. how you do today. Five questions. All right, Colt. Five questions. Four questions, of course, are trivia. One is subjective. Uh, really, honestly, I don't know why I'm going to ask you that question. We've already, you know what? I'm going to ask a different one for you at the end. But here we go. Okay. Got to have the ominous music playing. All right. Oh, Here's your first so cool. question. What console did Sonic the Hedgehog first appear on? The Sega. I think it was just a Sega. Sega what? Master System? Come on! It was the Genesis. It had to have the what? blast processing. Don't you remember this? Was that the second Sega yes, console? Yes, the 16-bit console. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was on the first. I never owned one. Oh, can't believe Never you got that wrong. Guys. I, I I went over to my neighbor's house when I think the I think the Nintendo was out and he had a Sega and he had a couple games I'd never seen before. I'm like, yeah, eh, okay. I suck. Well, we're gonna get into question number two here because you sucked at that one. Mm-hmm. All right, this uh, okay. I can't even read my okay. <laughs> this first person shooter was developed by. Id Software and released by GT Interactive in 1996. 96? Um, First person shooter? Yeah. Id Software. GT Interactive published it. Published it. GT Interactive. I know that Doom came out in 93. And Wolfenstein was before that. 96. Was it Quake? Quake. Yes. Got it right. The kingdom. Yeah, Nick. Nick says the the music's getting him already. Yes, you're making me so nervous. All right. So, the kingdom of Hyrule is the setting for which classic video game franchise? The Legend of Zelda. Correct. Name the. Uh, okay, so this one's kind of hard. We've been playing the Far Cry Six. Well, I want you to name the protagonist. Protagonist in Far Cry Three. The main character. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his last name. His name is Jason. Uh, oh man, I have to have the whole name, huh? Mm, yes, you do. Okay, Jason. Man, I freaking love that game. I know, I do too. That is a tough one. Oh shoot! I, I 
I got, Sir, I would you like it. to phone a friend? No, I'm just yes, kidding. Yes, I would. Lo- I would love to phone. How about uh, if somebody in the chat could give me the first letter of his last name? That would uh, in the chat. That would consider. That would be considered a phone a friend. Somebody said Jason Derulo. Oh, that's <laughs> funny, Jason Derulo. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually Jason. Okay, so there's a B there. There's a B. There's a there's a B. It's in a the B. beginning of his yes. last name. Yes. Then I wouldn't remember it. I thought it was an M, Jason but. Brody. Jason Brody. Oh, yeah. yeah. I all right. So that. instead of favorite gaming experience of all time, name me your favorite Xbox game of all time. Oh, uh, we don't need the music for that. <laughs> we don't need the music for the. That's so awesome. Favorite Xbox exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. Um, exclusive. Crackdown three. I'm not accepting that answer. You were a big fat loser today. <laughs> no, oh kidding, my gosh! No, it, uh, it, it, it's always fun to play that no, game. No, it's with it's it's easily Forza Horizon Five. Easily. Forza Horizon. Yeah, I without will, even thinking. Wait, about wait, wait. It, yeah. Horizon Five. Th- uh, three. 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 Okay. Did I say okay. Three? There you go. I'll accept that answer. But no, yeah, it's easily yeah. Forza Crackdown, Horizon Three. I'm not accepting I've... Crackdown Three or or two or two. Maybe I would accept one from somebody. I, I, I don't know. Because back then, one was pretty decent. So, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on here. Let's talk a little bit about some games. Well, let's talk about a beta that came out recently. I was going to put up footage, and then I was afraid DICE or EA would, like, you know, confiscate my channel and never let me monetize again. You know how they are. So, I'm yeah, not putting yeah, up yeah. any footage of... Uh, Battlefield, unfortunately, people. But let's go ahead and talk about the Beta Cult. I know you've played a little bit of, uh, of it. Uh, what's your feelings on it so far? Uh, delay it. Delay it. Oh really? my gosh! No, no, let, I don't want to start off with that. Okay. Um, well, well, let it, me hear your honest feelings, man. It looks really good. It looks like Battlefield Five. You know, it like th- those visuals are really great. I'm yeah. playing on a much more powerful console than I was in the One X, but the game looks very similar to the quality of Battlefield 5 uh, which is a really nice looking really really nice looking game it is, uh, it is. it's got g- graphical glitches and weird camera judder uh, frame rate issues pop in um, loading games is fine like I wasn't kicked out of matches didn't have a hard time getting matches to party up with friends that was all smooth um, it does some really impressive stuff but people are really concerned uh, on PC and console that the game isn't quite ready. And then there's others damage controlling that we're looking at an eight month old build, which I don't believe that. So um, that's a whole other discussion. Um, yeah. I, I experienced, I experienced the bugs you did as well on the series X. And uh, I, I thought that, you know, I, I had some smooth gameplay here and there, but every time you move the camera around, it seemed like there was some graphical glitches, like some weird pop-up or something that would happen. And that's unfortunate. And I know there was only four uh, operators on the screen at one time. I, I mean, so everybody kind of looked the same. Like you were one yeah, of the four yeah. that ran a- around the sc- And that was kind of confusing, I guess, uh, unless you saw the little red name, uh, you know, above them. But uh, it just, you know, I know that'll be fixed when, when the game comes out. I know there will be more skins and stuff. But, yeah, I, I just, you know, I wasn't really feeling it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it's because I was playing it by myself. I didn't get a chance to play with you, dealer, or anybody else really. Um, but I just felt like um, 
it's battlefield. I mean, it looks great. The the the, the foliage and stuff, the grass looks incredible. Uh, I thought the animations looked great too. Um, my only problem with the graphics would be like again, it goes back to the character skins, and I thought some of the people looked very generic and just doesn't look right. Like the eyes look dead and just I, I don't know. There was it doesn't it look right. like doesn't it look like the past couple of uh, battlefields to you when you look at it? Kind of, yeah. Kind does of, it look but, like next? Does it look next generation to you, Fonz? Um, I'd say the foliage looks really good. But Didn't I the foliage just look really good in the last game. I thought that stuff all looked great. Looks, it looks great, but I think it looks a little better this time. Okay. True Racer says I barely even got it to run on my Xbox One X, and Game DVR was DOL uh, dead on arrival. Yeah, they disabled Game DVR for yeah. for people on console. So that sucks just, because that's the only way I would have got footage anyway. So, yeah, and that I mean it's also smart because people would have been more readily ava- sharing clips of how there were problems. Like if I had a gun with a, a scope or an ACOG, when I would look in, I would get big triangles of flashing flat two D textures, like cutting in and out of the view. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that they were letting you t- uh, change bullets on the fly, like, you know, the type of bullets. Like Crisis and stuff. And yeah, some of the other that games was cool, but do, can... you, do you think that's going to stay, or are they going to change that around? I mean, why not? It's better than going into a menu. Like, if you can it is. crouch it is. behind a crate, and, and it's quick because it's it's set to um, a north-south-east-west thing, which cor- correlates with, uh, with your controller, yeah. so... When the gun's pointing, you, you know, this is your muzzle, this is your magazine, this is your stock, and this is your sight, or whatever it is, vice versa. Yeah. So, it's pretty quick. Like, you can do that. You could change your equipment much faster than opening a menu in a live game and getting shot. It's, it's true. I think. I think people uh, could get quicker at that. And- <clears throat> Eternal Umbra for the $5 says, Morning, Fonz and Colt. I wanted to send you guys love and support for the channel. Keep pushing forward, brother. I am, brother. I'm trying to, and uh, Colt is is doing his own thing as well. Check out XNC on Mondays. That's tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time for us. But uh, For a little yeah. while, yeah. For a little while. Uh, what's that mean, Colt? Well, I mean, daylight savings or Ooh. whatever comes to an end soon. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah for make, a little update while. Graphics. Yeah, yeah, so anyway... Uh, yeah, so I, I'm just not really big on Battlefield right now, with the, the beta anyway. And part of the reason for this was because we had a game that dropped. And the game that dropped, of course, is kind of polarizing in the community, which is kind of mm-hmm. shocking to me right now, Colt. And that, of yeah. course, is Far Cry 6. Now, Far Cry 6 is a game that if you're a fan of the series, I, I don't believe you're out there saying, well, you know, I wanted something different. But there's people out there who were saying this, and I, I just don't know if they're huge Far Cry fans, Colt. I, I don't know. I feel what like they're it is. saying this after the game came out. Like, if you didn't, we've already seen gameplay footage of it from like three or four months ago. Yeah, I've captured it and, and kind of banked it to use in other videos if I needed to. So we've seen what the game looked like. I feel yeah. like now that the game's out and they've seen people play it, they're like, oh, it's the same. Like, what did you think was going to happen? And here exactly. comes the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm showing some gameplay here. This is just some of my own gameplay that I'm showing. Uh, hopefully, I, I, I don't get uh, flagged for this like I did when I showed some gameplay of mine uh, a couple of weeks back on the show. You got but, flagged for showing 
actual gameplay that yeah, you recorded yeah. of you playing? Uh, no, what no, no. Actually, it? no. It was not gameplay. It was a, it was a trailer, but it had yeah, too, too much violence. I think. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. But anyway, uh, this is just some footage. Um, I had a great time, man. Just running around sniping people. That's my favorite thing to do in Far Cry games. Uh, I, I love sniping, and uh, it, it's just such a fun game. So far, I'm having a blast with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Oh, you're going to line up two in one shot. That's nice. Yeah, it's such a good game. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, people often ask me, like, should I buy this game? And I don't want to help people spend their money, but I've played to death these past like five or six Far Cry games, if you include New Dawn, yep. and then the expansions. And of course, yeah, I've gotten fatigued of the formula, but that doesn't mean I've had so much fun this weekend playing it. Like, I, I've got my money's worth easily. Uh, missed a headshot there. But yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I know you've gotten a chance to play with Dealer and you had a blast with that. I have not ch- yeah. had a chance to play, uh, the, you know, with somebody yet, but I do definitely want to jump in with someone and play the game uh, and, and try that out. But so far, I've just been having a blast on my own, just even going around, just doing the forts, like taking over forts and stuff like I'm doing here. It's just fun. Like I've always, this is what I like about Far Cry. Uh, Hargeet, my boy Hargeet says, it's a Far Cry ass Far Cry game. He's right. It's a Far Cry game. What do you expect? This is what I expect from Far Cry games. You get to run around and take over forts and, you know, climb ladders and, and, and big tall buildings to scope out the area, look at all the people that are running around, you know, tag all the enemy soldiers, and then shoot them. And you can do it the way you want. You know, you can run in guns blazing or try to be stealthy like I am and, and, and just take them out one by one. Uh, I think and, they took out a lot of the things that most people have been griping about for a couple of years. Like, and what are those you no things? longer have to climb towers to unlock regions. You, there's just some of those things that were annoying. Yeah. There's a bunch of things in Far Cry New Dawn they implemented where they just kind of took those things and kind of flipped them inside out and got them the right way. And one of those things is like level gating uh, certain enemies or weapons. Like they had this level system in Far Cry New Dawn that was really cool. I know I know not a lot of people played that game with the pink and yellow and blue spray paint, but um, they did some stuff that was kind of annoying. And they yeah, kind of took that level system and said, "What if we just kind of tear it apart and rearrange it?" And what they came up here with is kind of like a very non-invasive RPG in a way. Like you kind of level up your destructive chaos. It's more like a, it's almost like a Just Cause game, isn't it, Fonz? Yeah, and, and uh, Kevin W. in here says, uh, is the map still full of collectible padding? Yeah, you know what, there is a, definitely a lot of pad in the game. Um, I think you'll get that with every But Ubisoft you're collecting game. resources this time. Instead, you're picking up, like, plastic idols or trinkets in Far Cry 3 and 4. Now you're collecting, you know, Stuff wires, you may metal, use. gasoline, kind of like fallout but like they've really simplified the materials like you go to the materials and you go to a bench or workbench or a vendor and you're like oh i have plenty of that so i want that gun it's yeah. it's really really dumbed down in a way where you can enjoy the game without worrying about you know inventory management and i would so. say that they actually give you more at the beginning of the game than we have in previous far Cry's. almost too much almost you think it's much. a little too much y- yeah well it's not really a complaint, but like I unlocked this really cool fireworks missile launcher uh, an hour and a half in the game. And 
normally in video games you don't get those really cool things till way later and then you just go bombastic on uh in the open world but here they kind of reward you a little too quickly and you don't feel that grind of hey i came here and i'm going to start the revolution but i think also at the expense i've also played in these areas on your screen but at that expense i think you kind of get into the fun a little quicker and there isn't any sort of monotony you just kind of you feel like you get to do you get to play the game your way so yeah i of course and, and i th i feel like that with all far cry games pretty much like you can play it the way you want to play it however w with far cry 6 i feel like um they've just it feels like the other far cry games i don't think there's anything really innovative here there's nothing pushing mm -hmm. boundaries it's very similar to the other far cries but yeah you do get a lot of stuff early on i noticed that like there's um there's this uh guy that you meet right away in the game Juan uh something Juan and basically yeah and he's got a bunch of uh different weapons like specialty weapons uh the, <laughs> yeah, like the first hour <laughs> yeah and and basically you can run around and gather up the iridium that you need to basically buy all his stuff within a few hours and, and yeah yeah and and that's that's pretty crazy because those are like really fun and crazy weapons and stuff but yeah, I, I've been having a blast with it, man. And again, for me, I don't get open world fatigue. I never have. And so, like, I can jump in from a Far Cry game, go into a Ghost of Tsushima, then go into something else that's open world and have a blast. Like, I, I can put in hours upon hours in games that are fun to me. This, to me, you have to love the gameplay loop, period. If you don't yeah. like the gameplay loop for Far Cry 5, you're not going to like it here. It's pretty much the same. It, it is definitely, like, what to expect from a far cry game that you love and this world you know this uh like latin latin country you know uh they're they're never real country but this like fictitious latin country is much like you saw in far cry 3 it's even though far cry 4 is in like indonesia or tibet or whatever like they're very very similar uh, the one that really shook it up was Far Cry 5 which i love that game as much as i love 3 in a lot yeah. of ways so uh, you're not getting a different crazy new world in, in this game. And I think that's okay. It, it is yeah. something you have to think about. Yeah. If if you're on the fence about it and you, you enjoyed Far Cry 5, I don't see why you wouldn't enjoy this one. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that are straight up just like hating on the game because they're saying, well, it's a Ubisoft game. Ubisoft's games are all the same. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just think that's, you know, a bit unfair because they're not all the same. Um, you know, they, they do have different games. Uh, you've got, um, what is it? The, uh, the, the shooter, um, uh, the one you play yeah, multiplayer ghost, ghost recon. You've got division. You've got div division. division. Yeah. One and two. Yeah. They're, they're different types of games. They're not the same. This I, game. When is I look at Ubisoft games, I see you can cut a game into four pieces and mm -hmm. every Ubisoft game has one big quarter chunk of one of their other games like the division and ghost recon yeah. share a lot of the same third person uh mechanics and combat scenarios and like that's okay because they, they kind of work together and as you get down the line like division two is better uh and ghost recon was you know is it's a cool feel as it kind of moves forward i don't know people complain these teams are huge they're making a lot of different games we were talking in the party chat uh, the other night, Fonz, about how I said that Ubisoft 
they make really great games. They just never yeah. have really made like life-changing, like game-defining games. They always just like have this recipe. You I mean, there's not there's not really a generation uh, generational defining game. Like it's yeah, like you it, can't look at a Ubisoft game uh, not in a long time and say like this is especially this past ten years. What I what I think you yeah. and this is not a knock at Ubisoft. What I think Ubisoft looks at like a recipe. And they find out what everybody likes, and they throw those into the mix, and they make you a really great, like dessert, like a really cool game that you can enjoy. And and people say, yeah, I really like that game, but it's not going to be one of those things where like you have yeah. to play it. It just it'll yeah, change yeah. your life. Um, yeah, I mean, I look at the games and I go, well, do I like the gunplay? That's a big one. Do yeah, I like the yeah. mechanics in the gameplay loop? That's a huge part of it. If I like those things, I, you know, I'll sit there for, you know, up to 75 hours and play a game. Yeah. Brian Hopkins says, uh, the Far Cry gameplay loop is so good. The weapons and gunplay are a lot of fun in this iteration. It's 100% right. I, I feel like it's really, really fun. Uh, I have no problems with the gunplay, the gameplay loop. If you're not into it, though, if, if you haven't been into a Far Cry game in the last three, four games, then, yeah, I mean, don't by all means, don't buy it. Don't yeah. play it. I think I think like those it. people know that that they wouldn't like Far Cry Six. I don't know why they're like why they chirp up on social media or on other platforms. So, sometimes I feel like people know they're not going to like a game. And mm. I, as we were talking about Battlefield, like some people are like, <laughs> I, there was a little bit of an argument this morning, Fonz, that because I was saying that I'm a proponent of if a game is looking like it's not polished, it's okay to delay it. Like it'll be better off for everybody. The publisher will get more money when the game lands better. The, the, the fans will be more happy. And some people are like, well, you're only saying that because you want halo to have the spotlights. Like I don't, yep. I didn't make halo and I have no vested interest in whatever, just because Xbox is my favorite platform. Like it's just one of these things that, it's super important to, for a game to launch great and have a and have that great reception because they gave it their all and the publisher wasn't you know squeezing them by the back of the neck and saying look quarter four quarter four and I I think <laughs> yeah. that's one of the problems in the industry right now is um, the publishers have all the power oh and, of course and fans are letting them do it because oh this is so hard to say but I think. We we like to think that we're okay with delays, Fonz, but I feel like a big chunk of the community is so ingrained in instant gratification that they're tired of waiting that they know, Fonz, you're going to hate this. Okay. I want to hear your thoughts, but All right. I think they know that they're going to fix it later and it's yep. going to be fine. I'll just work through the rough part of the game when I first pay the 60 or 70 bucks, Fonz. What are your thoughts on like all these people? I feel like I'm interviewing you all the no, sudden. No, 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 no. What are your thoughts on these people that are like, it's okay. I want the game now. I'm tired of waiting. They'll fix it. And when they fix it, it'll they, be even better. It's simple. They're wrong. They're completely wrong. You, you don't want games to come out unfinished, period. I mean, that that's the reason why they get such flack in the community. That's the yeah. reason why they get bad meta score reviews and all this. And, and, and it's the reason why... We don't like a lot of video games half the time when they first drop because they they have issues, and I'm sorry, but if a uh, if a game drops and it's got serious problems, I'm I'm not going to want to play it. I'm going to sit there and say I'll wait till it's patched. And what's the point of waiting till it's patched? Or what's the point of buying a game for sixty or seventy dollars and then just waiting on a patch? It's mm -hmm. it's stupid. Like delay the game if that's the case. Um, 
Yeah. One thing I will say about Far Cry 6, though, is I'm not seeing any kind of game-breaking bugs uh, so far. I've had uh, tiny I've little had bugs couple. here and there. Yeah, I had a couple. I had a funny one. Uh, I'll tell it for the sake of it being slightly entertaining. But in a mission, one of the main characters told me to get in the back of a enemy yeah. cargo truck and drive to a location. And while we're in the truck, I'm sitting. I can't do anything other than turn like uh, 60 degrees back and forth. And he was getting shot at and rammed by an enemy vehicle. I couldn't see. I could just see the inside of the uh, you know aluminum steel truck. And he kept repeating a dialogue over and over because the enemy would interrupt his dialogue chain the way the games are programmed. So he'd say, I was supposed to go over the, I was supposed to go over to the place and the, I was supposed to go. And then he would wow. like use a, a Spanish swear word. And I was kind of like, I'm sitting there. I can't do anything. And the, the thing caught on fire and he got out and left and I'm like sitting in there. And then it said uh, mission failed. But when wow. it reloaded it back, it was fine after that. But um, open world, uh, open world bugs. Yeah, I I, I I fell into a little issue where I started a mission and I died midway through, and then I didn't see any kind of checkpoint. I didn't know what to do. Like, um, I ended up like doing other missions, and then I came <laughs> back and and to this one area, and all of a sudden I see the lady that I was with, uh, you know, for that mission, and she was just standing there waiting for me the whole time. So I walked up to her <laughs> and we continued, and I was like, oh, and it worked. Wow. Yeah, that that's where it was. Yeah, because I totally forgot like what I was doing at the time. Like if I could redo it, she was completely gone, and then she just came back and she was just standing there, and I was like, "Wow, okay, we can finish this." So little things like that have happened, but nothing too crazy. Um, yeah. Risk it for the biscuit. For eight dollars, says I'm a massive Battlefield player uh, fan. Uh, was ranked eighth in Australia, and uh, I want wow. them to delay Battlefield so it's ready. Wow. Uh, you know, tell us what kind of problems you had in the chat, man. I, I really want to know why you want them to delay this so bad. So, uh, he also says the ascent broke too many times, so he gave up. Yeah, the ascent had a lot of bugs. It's one of the reasons why I stopped playing it too. I and that's the thing side, again, man. Yeah, when you what, get games such a like great that, game. but when you I had get games one that, side mission. Yeah. But when you have games that have bugs like that and you start to play and it really starts to annoy you, these bugs, and you just quit on it, sometimes people don't go back to those games when they're patched. That's why I have a feeling like yeah. Cyberpunk, a lot of people aren't going to go back to that game when, when it is patched and all done. So, no, I don't. I think some people will, but I mean... It's it's going to be a rarity. I don't think a lot mm -hmm. of people are going to do it. Not, not all the people that were saying that we're going to do it. I, I doubt they will. Um, Stubbs Gaming says, great show, Fonz, and it's gr good to hear Colt. It's great to hear Colt. I'm glad he showed up today, you know? I, I was like, you know what? Do you want to come on the show? And he's like, no, I don't really want to, but I, you know, I talked him into it. I sent him, I sent him some money, and, and he said, sure, you know, he'll do the show. Oh, my gosh. That's no, so funny. No, somebody's going to clip that and say, listen, Colt is charging now. No, Colt's a good friend. And he's, he's only he's charging said, two bucks. Yeah, no, it's funny. Cerebral Paul. Man, I got to play with Cerebral in, in uh, Halo Infinite last weekend, and it was great. Finally oh, able yeah. to get in a party chat with him, talk with him, play uh, the game. Him, along with the rest of fun speculation, had a great time, man. He says, just saying hello and supporting the show. I appreciate you, uh, Paul. Good people. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, Paul's a good dude, man. And it's, it's yeah, yeah, I talked to him a lot on... Uh, I talked to him sometimes on the on my channel but i talk to him a lot on social media so 
Yep. Rain, rain G4, 100%, man. Game should work. No excuse. They should work day one. They shouldn't have a... You know, day one patches are fine. But after that, you know, the, the game should work. So... Hargeet, I swear, man, this guy, he's such a freaking supporter of the show. And, and I see him everywhere. Yep. Hargeet is in XNC. He's in RDX. He's over at yep. Game On Daily. He's everywhere. I see him in Chatterdays, uh, you know, for Miles uh, Tompier. Yeah, there's an example such of... Such a good guy. I mean, there's man. so many of these people. Hargeet's one of them that loves, loves the hobby. Yes. Never complains. Always talks about like how we can make it better. What's he have to say today? He says, I think Ubi, Ubisoft hasn't made any new franchises except South Park for like a decade. They did create those Just Dance games for folks like, that like those. Um, yeah. You know what? Fun fact. Dealer Gaming loves Just Dance. He has what? Uh, he, what? He, Just Dance what are you 1 doing? through 4. Uh, he loves them. Loves them. And... And SingStar. He loves SingStar as well. Oh, gosh, man. He's amazing at, uh, you know, vocals. Amazing. Uh, well, Hargy, didn't, uh, wasn't Watch Dogs something they created in like 2014? So that's been, that would be one yeah. of their new IPs. I wonder if that if that's really true. No, uh, about the new, I mean, Riders Republic's a new IP, but I, uh, of, of course, he's talking about like big franchises, like big names. So maybe yeah. Watch Dogs and, and South Park would be it. Yep. South Park's not a new IP. South Park came out like 99 or something, 98? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a long time ago. And they've had several South Park games, but by different, you know, creators and developers, publishers, all that. Uh, Neo Game Spark. Damn, I'm surprised Fonz is still alive after all those early Perfect Dark comments. If I could hear someone lining up a sniper <laughs> shot, that was the moment. Uh, what, what, refresh my memory. What early Perfect Dark comments? I'll, I'll refresh your memory, Fonz. Mm, I'm sure you uh, know A couple some. days after you, uh, you and I were both upset in the moment we first read the tweet. Your, your tweet was just a little more uh, cerbic than mine. But uh, a couple days later, oh. uh, us as RDX pals in a little private chat, I put your face on the Burger King mascot, and we had some good laughs about that. Yeah, yeah. I put a green cheeseburger in my hand, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, an Xbox cheeseburger, yeah. No, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, I'm still alive, you know, and, and it's surprising, and especially because, you know, I had a bad take, and I realized it, you know, after I started talking to people. I had a and, bad uh, take. You know, sometimes that happens. You yeah. know, we, we, we're not perfect, and sometimes we, we jump Hey, the I gun. was with you. I was with you, Fonz. Like I, you you tweeted, and I got on the phone with Randall Thor, and you talked to Randall Thor after your yeah, tweet. Yeah, like uh, maybe you called Rand, and his line was busy. But I was upset about. I mean, we won't get into it. I was upset about them yeah. saying we're early in development. I'm like, what? Like I thought we'd be seeing this game next year, like as a showcase. Um, I think yeah, the thing it, you got to understand is when they say they're early in development, it is early. However, it's not pre-production, as so many people were putting it out there. Saying that they were like they were just drawing it up and just writing it out well, right now, going. Hmm. Todd Howard recently said they're early in development for Starfield, and they're gonna they're trying to get that game out by in one year from now. So you have to really uh, t you know give a moment to think what does early yeah. development mean. But uh, you and I at first were like early development, and of course we get knew that they had a playable version of Perfect Dark. Yep, yep. So, and that was going back to 2020. Excuse me. 
but yeah, so it, 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 you know, it's I, I'm alive, Neo. I'm alive, and that's all I can say. It's good to see you here, though, man. Uh, Neo, if you don't uh, know Neo Game Spark, check out his channel. Uh, awesome uh, creator. Uh, I, I love following him and going into his Q and A's and just you know hearing him out, seeing what, what everybody has to ask him. They always have so many questions for Neo. It's crazy. Nobody ever has questions for me like that. But Neo, he's he. I don't know, man. Dude's got it going on. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go ahead and talk about something that, um, well, a lot of people want to know about this. And we're going to have a deep dive discussion into this because it's really the main topic of the show. Um, And and I think that I'm going to play a little uh, clip here of Jim Ryan. And, of course, you guys know that this is uh, Jim Ryan talking about. (laughs) Well, you'll hear it in the clip. And uh, let's let's just get ready for this. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and listen to this, guys. I hope the PlayStation 5, and I really believe the PlayStation 5 will be Sony's biggest and best and most loved PlayStation yet. Um, I, I, I hope that will happen. Um, I'd also like to see a world where the games that we make at, at PlayStation can be enjoyed by many, many tens of millions of people, perhaps hundreds of millions of people. Because mm-hmm. um, right now, success... Uh, with the existing console model, a really great PlayStation hit. Um, you're talking 10 or 20 million yeah. um, people able to play that game. And if you if you compare that, and we're, we're, we're you know we're talking about games stacking up against music, we're talking about games stacking up against movies. Music and movies uh, they can be enjoyed by almost limitless audiences. Um, and and I I think some of the art that our studios are making is. is is some of the finest entertainment that's been made anywhere in the world. And to, to kind of gate the audience um, for the wonderful art, the wonderful entertainment that these studios are making, to gate the audience for that at 20 or 30 million frustrates me. And I, I, I'd, love, um, I'd love to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> So, <laughs> what do you think about that? I hate you so much. That was so great. It, the look no. on, on Christopher Dring's face when he realizes that Jim Ryan is saying, I want to do what Xbox is doing. Of course, it's all games. jokes at the end there, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, if you no, can't take good. a joke, I mean, but seriously, <laughs> it does make you kind of wonder. You know, of course, they call him Jim Dance Moves Ryan. Um, and they don't call him that for nothing. He says a lot of stuff out there, but is he serious about this one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there's two reasons. One, they want to make more money and they have every right. And that's the smart thing to do. The other thing, um, I said this yesterday on game on daily on game on live, go live. They call it, um, Mm -hmm. they want to make more money, but PlayStation's exclusives are so good and so well done and so high quality. 
there's no reason they should be locked down to 10 to 20 million people on one console that is hard to get right now. So, yeah, I think that's the smartest thing they can do. Well, people of course, need to be able to play them. the way I look at it is they, they, they hired Jim for a reason. He's a numbers guy. He's a business guy. And that's what he's here for the company to do. He's to, he's to come in and make more money for the company. It's, it's that simple. And for people to say, and, and that's why I titled the way I did with this video. And I said, you know, Sony following Xbox's lead, because that seems like it, that, that's what they're doing. Colt. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it seems like what, that's Jim Ryan is sounding more like Phil Spencer right now in this interview. When you, you, you listen to him talk and he wants to hit all these, you know, uh, these goals and he wants to reach out to hundreds of millions of gamers out there. Not just the PlayStation gamers. And I was listening to the Iron Lords podcast earlier, and they had some great takes on this situation. Um, but they were saying that, you know, the PlayStation gamers aren't enough. That was their big quote of the show. Kept saying PlayStation gamers aren't enough for Sony. Yeah. I think they're enough, but I think Sony just wants more. Just like Xbox, any business, they want more consumers, period. And that's what Jim Ryan was here to, to do for Sony, and that's what he's going to do. I mean, look, they, they've got more games on place, uh, on PC. They're going to continue to put more games on PC. Now, will they go day and date? That you know, That's another topic. I, I think they've been saying this for a long time, and a lot of PlayStation fans haven't wanted to hear it because, you know, Sean Layden said things like AAA gaming is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And they, they know that it's really expensive. You put a lot of investment forward to make a big five to six year developed game that is like a blockbuster. And I think they've been slowly trying to warm their fans up to a changing of their perspective where when you buy a PlayStation console, you're not in this special country club for 500 or $400 that yeah. their games are big and they want to make them bigger. And if you look at a game like like Marvel Spider-Man in 2018 had great gameplay, incredible visuals, it had a touching good story that, you know, yep. hit me when I played it. Like that is a game that should never be forgotten and it should be played uh for many people. It doesn't mean putting it on on Xbox, but and it's not about the cloud. What they mean is like those those games are big. And if you buy that game on PC from PlayStation, from the PlayStation ecosystem, you're you're a PlayStation customer, and you're playing that game the way you want to play. And I listen to my music on my phone. I listen to it on my PC. I listen to yep. it in my car. Uh, I listen to my music that I own anywhere I want. And Phil's been saying that for a long time. Sean Layden tried to say it. It looked like they tried to push him out for saying that gaming should not be a walled garden. It is your place to connect with other gaming folk. Was his was his quote from twenty eighteen? Interesting, you bring up uh, that guy, uh, Sean Layden. Uh, Sean mm-hmm. Layden was also the man who said something. I, I forgot the direct quote, but it, it, he said something a couple of years back where he was talking about console gamers and how they're not really growing, mm-hmm. and some are actually even falling off, and. Um, at the time, I was like, nah, I don't believe that. I think we have more console gamers today, which we do. But I kind of understand what he means, that there's... Um, it seems like if you look at how these games are selling, they're, they're not selling as much as you would think uh, with right. people saying having 
you know, 115 million consoles out there or whatever. Or, you know, even today with this generation, this new generation, you've got, what, 15 million PS5s and you've only got 1 million in sales for an exclusive of theirs. Um, it's like, you know, it's not selling as much as you would think. So they are, they, it sounds like they have been looking into other avenues, other platforms, other ways of getting content out there. So Yes. And, and, and this is something that we've said on RDX for years. I mean, uh, we could go back three years ago when we were talking about how when Xbox was starting up this whole Game Pass thing and uh, putting games on PC day and date. We were saying that, you know, Sony will follow suit eventually only because the industry is changing. And people have to understand that this is an industry-wide thing. And just because Xbox seems to be on the forefront of certain things like xCloud, Game Pass, just because they're in the forefront doesn't mean that nobody else is going to do it, especially if these are successful. And so far, by all means, we can only view it as being successful. There's, There's nothing else to tell us that it's not successful. They're, they're continuing to pour more and more money on it, in it, and uh, they, they've even said that they have billions of dollars just put aside for Game Pass. Yep. So it's, it's, it's pretty crazy that we're seeing, you know, this whole change in the industry, and Sony is adapting slowly but surely. And I think, uh, I'm not sure if it was you or, uh, or Rand that had told me recently that they're slowly doing things and making moves so it's not just like a... Uh, this one big move to really just, you know, jar people, their consumer base. Yeah, I've said that. I, I've likened it to a the old adage of a frog in a pot of water. Uh, yeah. If you if you turn up to boiling, they'll just hop out, but you have to do it slowly. Um, yep. I don't know who is boiling frogs, but the way that the PlayStation fanboy base reacts to exclusivity or non-exclusivity or play anywhere or uh, everything that that Xbox is doing. And I could see why, because the only true exclusives are really, uh, I don't know if true exclusive is the right word, but the only one who is closing in their games is Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't put their games on PC. PlayStation has been recently. Of course, they're going to ramp it up big time. I mean, Nixus was brought in for that express purpose to make sure that, uh, like, it's Nixus isn't going to take all their games with porn PC. Uh, Naughty Dog can already do that. Sony Santa Monica can, can already port to PC. They're building them on a PC and a, and a dev kit. So that's not a problem. It's just letting their fan base know, hey, PC players are going to be able to buy this game on Steam. And you don't have to ask for, for permission. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it. Like, you know, anytime a new PC game comes out, you know, a new Sony, well, an older Sony game comes out on PC, you see the fan base get really riled up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's certain people. It's it's not always, you know, it's not the entire fan base, of course, but there are a bunch of people, uh, the, the fanboys in the community that really get upset. And it's just, it's something they're going to have to deal with because we're going to see more and more Sony games going to PC. Uh, day and date, I don't know. One of the things that a lot of people worry about, and I know my good friend uh, Ramon out there, he, he's got all the consoles. He plays his games wherever they're, they're at. He's not a fanboy. But he says he kind of worries about PlayStation going day and date with PC because he's he's wondering about the whole 
world building and, and everything that, that surrounds, you know, an SSD drive. He doesn't want to be limited to mechanical drives. Do you think that would be a, a real issue oh. for PlayStation? No, no. I I mean, we had that whole conversation uh, about a month ago about how yeah. it was possible that Rift Apart, Ratchet & Clank could be done on, on a regular drive. I yeah, just don't I, think I games that. are built that way, Fonz. I don't think that games are built on the precipice that they have to have SSD throughput and output. Like, I just don't think that's how games are made. But maybe in a couple years when they start developing something where they want to be able to... Uh, I'll put it this way. Like, remember when they said the SSD on the PS5 is so amazing? Look at Spider-Man 2018 in this build. Yeah. You can fast travel in like two seconds. So you can build a game that's built for... Uh, a conventional hard drive and the people who are still on a conventional hard drive will have to wait longer. Like game yep. design is not predicated on an SSD and Linus tech tips did a whole suite about this like six months ago about how you, you get people in different PC configurations and they can't tell the difference in performance or pop in because, because of a nice hard drive or a super fast NVMe M.2 SSD. So I don't think, there's some truth there, but I don't think it really hinges on game design being held back by SSD. Game design is held back by CPU configurations with GPUs. Like, there's so many different hardware sets when you go to PC. Some people have... Uh, and don't like you my think... Son, my son has like a six or seven-year-old CPU in, his, in the PC that I used to have that I gave to him. Yeah. That the family uses. Like... But that thing could still play AAA games right now at a lower fidelity. So game yeah. developers don't create something that's so bespoke that only a certain tiny amount of people... That's not in their benefit. And they I just think don't we're, design we're, games that way. We're getting to the point, too, where people don't have really, really ancient computers. And they're not really trying to push those to game. Uh, I mean, those people aren't on, trying you know. to buy the biggest and the best new game um and i think as nvmes go down in price you're going to see more people adopt and and that's just how it goes with any tech i mean mm -hmm. in the tv world it's the same way people buy cheap cheap you know th those that can't afford you know really expensive stuff but when that stuff gets on the same level of what they used to buy they buy it they adopt and yeah. and i think that's what's going to end up happening with you know that's what ends up happening with pcs and stuff uh, not their graphics cards, apparently, because those things seem to be just going up in price because of all the data mining and all that stuff. But oh my gosh, it's and, crazy. And but, chip shortages, yeah, yeah. Risk it for the biscuit. Eight dollars here says if Jim's smart, he sets up as a Sony type Epic Game Store on PC, keeping it in their ecosystem. It will help Sony fans accept it. That's how it'll happen. What do you think about that? If he has an um, Epic Game yeah, Store. Yeah, I. I I often well, that would be like a Windows just, store, right? I mean, they're already going to Steam, so yeah. Risk it's right. Like I thought the same thing. They're smart if they just come up with a a PlayStation storefront, and there's a, so much friction for that, and it takes so much time to get that moving. So, Risk it's got such a great point, but I don't think they could do that unless they get twenty five or thirty PlayStation games ready to launch yeah. with this new service, and it'd have to be like the best of the best and then get all these other third-party teams on board to fill in the store i think the best move for playstation is just to launch on steam and they've already they already started doing that so they'll just use steam they'll get their 70 percent cut or whatever it is and 
they will rake in a lot of money because when Xbox or PlayStation put their exclusives on Steam, they are the top seller that season while it's in the while it's launched. So you can't lose. Well, look how well Horizon uh, Zero Dawn and Days Gone have have done. Mm-hmm. You know, being put on PC, they've done really well. Days Gone's probably sold more on PC than it did on PlayStation. Yep. You know, it's it's insane. Like, and that's the thing. Like the 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 industry is changing so much to where these businessmen, because that's what they are. These companies are looking ways, mm-hmm. looking at ways of making more money looking at more ways of us to consume their products and that's going to be have to be on other platforms that's why microsoft has been on the forefront of this when it comes to game pass they'll put it anywhere and i've said this last week with rand and we've said it colt they'll put it on any platform they'll put it on sony's platforms if they would let them yeah yeah i i agree you know, it, Game Pass, they want Game Pass everywhere. And that doesn't bother me. I'm not a, a fanboy of any company. I don't care where these games are. Wherever they're at, I will play them. But if I could get these games, uh, say, like, buy a console and I have, you know, uh, a service on that console that gets the other console's games and I don't have to buy that other console, that's a great thing, too. Yep. Like, there's no reason to be upset about it. I, I really don't care. Yeah, I mean, I just don't... I won't play... Luckily for me, and, and I'm grateful that I have a PS5. I will never, I will never buy and play a PS PlayStation exclusive on on PC. I'll play it on console. And honestly, I know people talk about how much better PC is in so many ways and reasons. And you and I are like on the same page, Fonz. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. right now, I think if you can find a console, you're way better off. If you can find an Xbox or PS5, these games look. You could probably put them side by side. They look so similar. Yeah. And they run so great. And it's just a $500 console versus a $1,500 or $2,000 PC. Like, you cannot get the price near the same right now I mean, with chip shortages. Cole, chip just, shortages. just looking at Digital Foundry's latest video at Far Cry 6 and the comparisons mm-hmm. there, they had this Xbox Series X next to, you know, ultra settings on a 3090 and, you know... Yep. And, uh, it looked fantastic. It does it look as good? No, but it looks close and it looks damn good and it mm-hmm. performs well. That's that's the bottom line. These these consoles, even the PlayStation 5, it looks great and performs great. There's no reason to shy away from these consoles and be like it's not good enough. Yeah, it's 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 very it's great enough. Uh yeah. but yeah, I, I this uh Hargeet says my PC costs $4500. Wow. It's an expensive yeah. PC. And you'll have some great-looking games on there. But the Series X and the PlayStation 5, for what they do, are really, really quality, you know, machines. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm blown away by what I get. Honestly, when I used to game on PC way back in the day, and I would compare it to console, yeah, it blew away the console. And I looked at it, and I said, man, that doesn't look as good as my, my PC. But nowadays, it's, it, it's just that gap is not the same. It's it's you, you sure you'll get stuff like ray tracing and stuff like that, but I really don't even care about ray tracing personally. We have the we have this discussion, don't we, with some of our friends that are that are always playing on PC, like you know, yeah. with a thick six thousand dollar rig, like it looks unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how how much more unbelievable for twelve times the price? Eh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, at the end of the day, I just would like to say that. Sony, 
is making changes. They're not going to stick to the tradition of just, you know, exclusive games, stick to their uh, console and stay there forever. It's not going to happen. It's not, they're, they're going to be moving stuff to PC. Will it get to day and date? I don't even know about that. I won't say they will, but I think they'll get closer. I think maybe even a six-month window. Uh, I could see that. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I, I've i never seen it as a bad thing when, when Xbox did it and said, hey, all our games are going to PC day and date. It didn't bother me, Colt. I didn't sit there and go, no, don't do it. You know, I, I was just like, okay, whatever. But what, I mean, what is what does anyone have to benefit from them waiting six months or three years to put a PlayStation exclusive on Steam? Well, what it is is people like to say that it devalues their console. What, who cares? I, I, like, I, yeah. What, why does do you PlayStation care, so care about you devaluing their console? I just told you guys that yeah. you could get like the performance of a thousand plus dollar PC on those games for five hundred bucks on a PS Five. Like it, that, you've already paid for itself. Yeah. Like, how does it devalue? Like, I really, really feel like if oh, you're going to love this, I will not name names, but there was a pretty strong PlayStation fan in the chat yesterday on Gaz's and Ace's show Uh-oh. that said, Hey man, it's okay. Just, just as you know, you can brag all you want, but just as long as it's not day and date on PlayStation to PC. And I'm like, why would you brag about that? Like this person already owns a PC so they can circumvent owning an Xbox console and not be tainted by the green X of the Microsoft <laughs> gaming platform. Right? Yeah. But yeah. they're like, please, just wait. Give the PC guys the special treatment of PlayStation greatness. Please wait until after we've had a chance to have it first because we're in the country club. We bought your $500 console yep. first. That is such an archaic way of thought. And when, when Jim Ryan was sitting there with Christopher Dring, he was trying to explain to him. Like, did you see how he had, had to dance around it? Dance moves, Ryan. <laughs> he, had to, he had to prepare their audience because this is something they've been working toward for years for at least three years because we started to hear about it in the community and us who like report on the early early announcements three years ago yep in in 2018 almost four years ago Fonz I think like two months short of four years they've been hiring for this they want their games on PC and as far as worried about day and date I think day and date is a discussion that you might as well ignore because that must be what they're working toward Maybe. It has to be, but but even if they were, but why like, it doesn't Here's bother another me? Thing, Fonz, that that same person told me, look, it's it's okay because on PlayStation they don't do it day and date; they just have you double dip. And he was championing, he was championing that PlayStation wants you to double dip. When Phil Spencer called out PlayStation for having you buy the game on console and then turning around and selling it to you yep. again yep. on PC at a better fidelity at, with more possibility and uh, uh, you know without a console limit like these that are, is not something to Cole, celebrate the, the, these are the same people that are saying that uh, if you're on Xbox and you have Game Pass Ultimate you better be buying those Game Pass games as well to support the developers which oh, is just yeah. insane yeah, you know there's insane. a reason why you pay that monthly price and it's to get these games all in one place and and have fun with them it's it's not to go you know so that you can spend that monthly price and then spend a $60 price tag on top of I mean, that. To funds, buy the aren't game. we, just, aren't we still like when I buy, uh, what's the next Xbox exclusive to come out Forza horizon five, right? 
when yeah. I buy Forza Horizon 5 on my Series X, don't I still get a PC version for free with that purchase? Yep. 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 I mean, it's not even about so. double dipping. It's like that is the... That, uh, oh, it drives me crazy. I, I, but I I'm mean, not sure. in that respect, Xbox has... You don't get the Steam version. You get the Windows version, which is almost identical. But PlayStation doesn't have that uh, that luxury, I suppose, because they don't have their own store, which is what Risk is, is saying, that if they had their own store, they could incentivize their fans like, we're so sorry we're putting our game on PC. <laughs> but if you have yeah, a PC, you that's... get two versions and you know your best your brother can play it in the other room on your computer that you use I, to circumvent the green x shout out to d batch he's listening to us while driving yes, i believe Steve. uh shout out to you man um th- i don't understand this question really um lordnator says guys check out the lumen reflections on unreal 5 i couldn't believe and don't need dedicated hardware it's incredible do you know anything about that uh i'm is Lord Nader, is that a new Unreal Engine 5 demo or the one that we saw uh, about four months ago with the female character fighting like the uh, Aztec like ro- robot uh, boss? I don't know. I, I know that pretty well, but yeah, Unreal let us know. Be really nice. A lot of games we built on that. But yeah, so. I think I think in the end, Colt, what they're doing is what these guys are afraid of is the, the consoles going away. And, I, and, and this is what I say oh. to anybody who oh, has no. that fear. No. Consoles are not going away as long as there's demand. And there is big demand for consoles still. They will be a big part of this space for years and years to come. I don't see consoles going away for generations to come. I, I just think that you have to think that way. If you see anything like xCloud or any cloud-based service, do they work well? Yeah. If you have great internet, they work fantastic. But we don't have the best infrastructure. No, nobody really does. I mean, I there's think, some great spots in the world and, and even here in America. But for the most part, it's not taking over. Uh, that put that worry aside. Consoles are well, here, here to I stay have a, I have a, for a while. I have a opposite opinion on that. Like I see only on Xbox, say consoles will never die. Um, I think in the future, it would take. I'll make a I'll make a, bro, a bold claim. In, in and around 2035 or 2040. In the future. In the uh, future, boy. Yeah. I, boy. I think that streaming will become so ubiquitous, so uh, seamless. I remember on live, you know, 10, 15, 12 years ago, like it worked great for a lot of people, but internet was mostly DSL. There weren't a lot of broadband users in 2008 2009 and you fast forward 10 years and internet doesn't like internet doesn't do this steady climb it has exponential growth so i think that one day consoles will go away uh you and i will be fairly old fonz we'll still be gaming i don't think i'll see that there will be i'll put it this way if i can sync this up to my smart tv and launch the xbox app and play games and feel like you know, that almost that makes me forget I don't have a console connected to my TV. I okay. actually think that reality isn't too far off. No, okay, Maybe that reality. Years. I agree so, with that part, but I don't see the consoles going away. I don't see them going away for. Well, I'll, you know that PlayStation and Xbox have still said we're we still want to make one or two more console generations. Because so you're you, looking in ten or fifteen years that. I mean, did you ever think that you would? 
not use your CD collection or you would stop using your DVDs. And I, well, and I know those don't take a, you're right. a, a, you know, those take like a little processor to run a DVD player and a CD player and, and stuff like that. But you just, you can't stop. You got to let technology take over and just imagine one day you may just pay. Uh, I don't know how they're going to off. Well, they don't have to offset it. The console is like a financial burden for the consumer and the manufacturer, like Microsoft and and Sony, lose a little bit of money yeah. or break even just to get you a console, to get a vehicle to sell you the games. If there's eventually a time where they feel like millions and millions and millions of people can just sign in to the service and buy their games and stream them, uh, one day that'll be really great. See, and I think and, and, I think and, and, when we're worried about consoles going away, we will not have cared that they're that they're going away. That's, that's what I'm getting the biggest at. point. That's what I'm you have at. to be at the point in your life where these console or these games run just as smoothly as any console, and I don't see that happening everywhere. And that's the thing; they're they're going to cut a lot of people out if they're going well, to do I that. Well, I mean, right now you can play uh, Far Cry Six is on on X Cloud, but you could play a brand new game on Series X hardware and get the 60 FPS performance streamlined thing on, on a on a controller on a device uh you know there's hitches here and there as the internet is you know wavering but eventually yeah, that's, that's what i that's the point i want to make when you're worried about consoles going away it'll probably be the time when you didn't really think you needed them anymore because you were just fine streaming your stuff or, or digitally on on a device that you didn't have to load up so yeah it's so far off it's not even a worry well, it's crazy because I know the last time I checked, like, you know, the, our infrastructure here in America is not very good. Like, we are way down there, like 20-something. Internationally, w- yeah. World we're rankings. Down, we're, yep. uh, and, and that's the thing. Like, you, you can't rely on internet, not everybody anyway, to play their games. And also, there's data caps to worry about and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to take many generations before I feel consoles will be out of the picture. Uh, I, I, but I, I think at the same time, what you're calling for, where we're having this cloud-based service be seamless and feel really good and strong, I think that's a lot sooner. I think that's going to happen within the next five years. I think that could happen yeah. next five years. So, I mean, technology's always moving, man. Uh, we've got a couple of super chats here. Lord Nader says it's. New, it's a new way to do reflections on Unreal 5 without ray tracing. They did a new video dedicated to that. Oh, oh that's okay. awesome. I'd like to see cool. that because ray tracing is such a resource hog from what I know mm-hmm. about it. So that it's would be waste. really good. Because <laughs> Unreal 5, man, Unreal 5 is looking incredible, man. Uh, we're yeah. going to have to look that up. That's, that's going to be a good one to look into. Hargeet with the 5 says, you missed one of my SCs. Uh, uh, Super chats. Oh, did I? Xboxes are selling out even though games are on PC day and date. Until cloud is available, consoles will be around cheaper and easier. I agree with that, Hargeet, but I don't remember missing one of yours. Did I really? Don't remember that. Um, I, there I is a way to check. a couple of yours. If, if you go to... Uh, <laughs> I, do you want to just put this, it out? You, put it, it out yeah, in the chat for me, and I'll, and I'll read put it. Put it out if you remember there. what to write. But Fonz, yeah. you can open up a new tab and go to your monetization settings, and you'll be able to see your most recent supers. Yeah. So you'll be able to to recover that if he doesn't remember exactly what he wrote. But you can do that yeah. while he's uh, bringing it up. But, but yeah, so, but yeah. yeah, that's the way I feel about that situation with 
people's fears of consoles leaving because a lot of people hate xCloud for that reason alone. They think that xCloud is somehow going to just get rid of their, you know, need for consoles. So yeah. I, I know consoles are expensive to make, the R&D for them alone, and then, you know, they sell them usually at a loss in the beginning, and then they start to make some money on revisions and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, there is still a large demand for consoles, and I don't think they're going away anytime soon. Yeah. But uh, other uh, than Hargeet, that... Hargeet wrote what he... Uh... You want me to read it for you? Yeah, Since, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, he says, here's what I tab. had. A potential for PlayStation to use Amazon Luna to host a PlayStation channel for their games. Mm. This gives them both PC and cloud without investing in hardware in the cloud. Uh, Fonz, are are they kind of committing or have they already been working with Microsoft? But Harkey's got a good idea. Work with their mm. direct competitor. I don't know. Is that smart? Is that smart? Because you might have to divulge some secrets. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, Amazon being one of Microsoft and Xbox's direct mm. competitors in in cloud and, and gaming now. Oh, well. So look at Sony. They've already purchased a, a bunch of uh, what is it? The uh, servers um, for Microsoft. Yeah, that's what I was Microsoft. wondering. If they're already kind of invested into that's, building up are. their infrastructure with Microsoft, yeah, I think they are. And, and matter of fact, they even said that they're getting a lot of um, input from Microsoft. Sony is get, gathering a lot of input from Microsoft to build upon this, and they they will delve into this area. They uh, come on, they're looking at this closely. They're monitoring what Xbox is doing. It's their direct competition. Uh, especially this, I think this generation, it's a completely different Microsoft than what we saw last generation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, they're watching them even closer and, you know, th they're going to emulate some of this stuff. Of course they are. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. We are already 10 minutes past the uh, hour of the show. I didn't even realize that folks. Um, that's what I, happens I had when Fonz and I get together. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. It was great to have you, man. Seriously, thank you. Thank you to the chat. The chat was awesome. The chat had a lot to uh, say, and uh, I know one guy came in trying to get you guys to go over to, to another show. You didn't do that, and I, I appreciate that and respect you guys for that. But, yeah, <laughs> what, some guy why would you want to be said, anywhere but here? Yeah, like This they, is Games Talk Live. Well, the, the guy's like, hey, guys, this show sucks or whatever. Come to this show. And, and I'm like, what? Like, who are you? But anyway. Yeah, well, over 200 people here hanging out with us. Yeah, I really Sunday, respect that. Like a really nice, relaxing Sunday. And we're uh, talking about how somebody's going to come take your consoles away from you. Yeah, yeah take no. your consoles away. Take my audience away. They're trying to take everything away from me, man. Anyways, uh, let us know where they can find you and all that stuff. You guys well, know. Before, before we do that, like, okay. let me. Go ahead. I've known you for Go a long ahead, time, Fonz. Go ahead. Cole. I, I got to plug your show because, like, I've been watching you make content. Every time you make a video, like, all of us guys that in the YouTube like sphere that we're all, always talking dealer and Rand and soccer and I and, and like, we're always talking about when you make something, we got to check out Fonz because Fonz. He, he's a classic, classic, classic content creator, and he's got these skits, and he's got doesn't take it seriously. So yeah, definitely, you guys who are supporting Fonz's show are awesome. Game Stocks Live is 
always super fun. I love the stuff you're doing, Fonz. I so, appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for subscribing to him I mean, and checking out the show. Because there's no reason like for me to like tell you where I am because I'm on Twitter every day tweeting nonstop. I try to reply to everyone, whether you're a jerk or whether you're a nice person. And uh, we're just having a good time. Fonz, we're going to be playing Far Cry later tonight before you go to work, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. But in. thank you so much for having me on your show. Uh, all the people in the chat, I recognize Pleasure. everybody's names. They're amazing. Of course you do. Yeah, these are good, such good people that that come here to get entertained and learn a couple things. And I think, really, you guys are just supporting what we do, and that means a lot. So thank you so much. It really does. It means a lot. Anyways, you can uh, find Colt at Colt Eastwood on Twitter and Colt Eastwood right here and uh, on YouTube. And he's, uh, you know, he's in the description if you need to find him. I don't know why you wouldn't know where to find him, but he's out there. You can find me, of course, on all the streaming platforms and stuff. Again, hit that like button for me on your way out, guys. And we're going to end the show and we're going to end the show a little bit differently here, folks. I'm going to end the show with this little gem right here. Ooh where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs>